Well, hey, what's going on? Nick Kirby here, and welcome to Chatterbox Reds, proudly sponsored by DSC Commodities. Well, this is our final interview from Reds Fest as Chatterbox Sports partnered with our good friend Justin Kenner and 1410 Wing AM, that is ESPN Radio in Dayton. Today, we have Reds manager David Bell. I really enjoyed this interview with David. Uh, We were able to see a little bit of David Bell's fun side, so I can't wait for you to check this one out. Uh, Before we get to today's interview, I wanted to tell you about our proud sponsor, Deep South Commodities. They allow so much of what we do here at Chatterbox Reds to be possible, and DSC is a leader in renewable commodities for biofuels production, specializing in used cooking oil collection, aggregation, and sales. Visit www.deepsouthcommodities.com for more information. Thanks, as always, to our friends, John, and everyone at DSC. All right, if you're listening to this podcast on the day of its release, that's January 16th, and if you're a UC fan, be sure to check out Chatterbox Bearcats tonight after UCTCU. Chuck Walter and Houdini will be going live on YouTube about 8.45 or so. They do a post-game show after every UC basketball game that you will not want to miss. Um, our interviews from ResFest are over, but we have got a lot of great content coming your way. I'm actually planning on interviewing a player currently on the Reds 40-man roster and hopefully posting that on Thursday in your podcast feed and on YouTube, so be on the lookout for that. We'll have more live Red shows on Chatterbox Sports on YouTube, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed with notifications turned on at Chatterbox Sports on YouTube. And As always, those will also be put in your podcast feed the next morning. And then, of course, once spring training gets here and it's getting closer every day, we will have new podcasts the morning after every single game of spring training and the regular season, just like we did all of last year. All right. Well, here's to today's interview with Cincinnati Reds manager, David Bell. All right, everybody, we welcome you back. Justin Kinner, Nick Kirby from Chatterbox Sports, live here at the Duke Energy Convention Center, Reds Fest 2023. Uh, Nick, we just wrapped up with Will Benson. Will Benson is the man. I'm yeah. a big fan of Will Benson. Yeah, Will Benson's a lot of fun, and he had a hard time getting out of here. Yeah, I mean, he had a, a sea of people swarm him uh, coming off of here. I thought they were here to, to ask me for my – no, it was Will Benson. It was Will Benson. So I, I survived that one. We'll see. But David Bell with us here to kick off hour number two of Reds Fest. And we were kind of chatting a little bit before. And, man, the buzz and excitement, it's at a whole other level right now. And it's, it's pretty exciting. And, and you've been uh, here for a while now. And you've gone through the ups and the downs. And right now, we're at a peak right now. And it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. And I agree with, about Will. Uh, he's <laughs> – He's just as popular in our clubhouse, just a, gr- a great guy, incredible attitude, and uh, yeah, he's been a big big part of our team. He was a big part of our team last year, and I really believe he's going to be for a long time. So, um, But, yeah, the, it, 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 it's great. You know, we, as we look forward to this weekend every year, um, I always look forward to, to catching up with our players. It's been a couple months since we've seen them catch up with our staff. But really – the big reason that that we're here is to celebrate all our, all of our fans and uh, you know show our great appreciation for all their support and uh, um, hopefully everyone's enjoying it. it. Seems like they are. I know being in Cincinnati, uh, the response to our team and uh, the style and the way we played last year has been different, and uh, we really appreciate that. And it's nice to know that uh, people enjoyed watching us play last year. It's important to our team. 
So coming into 2024, last year you had players making their debut. It felt like every other week. Obviously you'll have some next year as well, but it feels like your opening day roster is going to be a lot more set and a lot more continuity going into next year. Do you feel like that will really help your team early in the year in, in April and May? Yeah, last year was important. You're right. We had a lot of young players. We worked really hard in spring training, our, our players did, to to get to know one another, become a team as quick as we could. We got off to a little bit of a slow start as everything kind of came together. Um, but pretty quickly, we, we kind of got that going. And uh, and they deserve a lot of credit for the work that they did. And uh, it just really grew from there. So we have that that uh, year that we, we have uh, behind us that we, we can build on. It'll make spring training you know a little bit easier this year. Um, having our team a little bit more set but there's always new players we just signed two new players yesterday and uh we'll continue to you know get everyone acclimated and 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 bond as much as we can as a a team because that was an important part of our success last year um so we'll continue to to improve in that area we have to continue to improve in all areas we went into spring training last year and our players were really bought in to to working as hard as they could and fighting every day to get better in every area and we have to continue to that we haven't uh earned anything you know and i I think that's part of who our players are and the identity of our team so we'll we'll continue with that nick you touched on this a little bit just knowing more of an idea of the core players heading into next year but last year there were so many question marks heading into the season not knowing you know who the core was going to be and when some of these young guys would be called up who would be ready who wouldn't right now as nick said you have an idea you and your staff have an idea of who the main core guys are going to be heading into next year how much easier does that make and your job's not easy by any means but how much simpler i guess does it make your job knowing what pieces you're working with as opposed to last year where there were just more question marks yeah i mean it, it, this group of players that we have makes my fun, my job a lot of fun yeah. and, and um for all of our staff and they have fun they enjoy one another so uh, it, it's hard work, but we, we love it every day. We look forward to going to the ballpark every day to be around this group of players. And, yes, we had work to do, but for that many young players to step in at the major league level and be ready to go and be ready to play at the level that they did says so much about our organization as a whole, our scouting department, um, and, and certainly our player development uh, staff who helped them develop and uh and you also have to point to just the character of the individual player um i think we did a good job of identifying that and in some cases i think we just really are lucky and fortunate to have the group of players that we have so you just signed two, uh, two new players i uh, probably just got to meet them i think you said emilio pagan nick martinez what's kind of your just quick initial thoughts on those guys and does martinez's past of starting and relieving does that flexibility really uh make your job maybe a little bit easier uh first reaction is great guys they're going to fit right into uh our bullpen or our starting staff uh, maybe with nick um and that's important to us so i had several players several staff that from other teams that reached out right away and said you're going to love these guys so that's great um for us that's very important but um, on the field and, and on the mound, both guys are kind of at the peak and prime of their career. They've continued to get better over time. And with Nick uh, Martinez, the versatility that he has as a pitcher, being able to pitch out of the bullpen, start games, and kind of embracing that role, uh, it's pretty rare. So 
gives us some some real options and as we continue to improve and build our team knowing that we can kind of slot him in wherever it makes the most sense is great I have a, you, you talked about it a little bit ago nick just with all the call-ups from last year i'm kind of curious on that like obviously your hands are full once the season starts it's hard to keep an eye on what's going on in developmental you know every single day whose ultimate decision is it when it is time to call someone up i mean, I mean like uh, how much of a role do you play in that like i know it's like once the season starts it's tough to keep an eye on what's going on below but what's the what's your role in that i guess as far as the decision making who's the trigger man if you will when it comes to calling people up yeah i mean ultimately nick makes makes that call and then brad metter is uh our general manager now um so the great thing about the way we work i really enjoy it is it is collaborative i'm i'm included in the discussion there's no way i can have yeah a strong opinion about how guys are doing in the minor leagues because i'm not seeing them every day we have great people that um do see these guys every day that uh you know we really value their opinion and input on those decisions but we really believe when when everyone's included and i think my role in those discussions are how how i'm going to use them you know from a lineup standpoint playing time where they're going to fit with everything we're doing um, at the major league level because a lot of times you don't want to call somebody up you know if if it's not best for them right i mean that's always the number one priority so we got to make sure there's playing time and uh, when we're doing that together and we're connected it's always best for the player so that's what we try to do the same with obviously free agents right now i mean what's the communication between you and the front office like do you play a role in that as well nick and his staff do an incredible job i we all trust them and they're they're so tapped into um the free agent market the trade market um you know talking to to agents and it's interesting for me i i try to be in the discussions to to learn mostly but um of course i care a ton about it so i i i'm gonna have my thoughts and opinions uh you know every now and then maybe it helps but uh they're they're doing a great job with all that the 12 game win streak last year how how special was that uh, have you ever been a part of anything kind of like that and it felt like as it it, it kept growing and growing and, and the, the fans started showing up more and more as the streak went on towards the end when you guys came back home every experience you have on the on the field at the major league level is a is a good one if you respond the right way so even when you are struggling and you know it's not as much fun but um so that that point in the season was really important for our team to go through to learn what that feels like and know that it's possible and and know what it takes um and and to get used to it a little bit um and then you know what do you do from there do do you kind of where do you go from there it's kind of like having a good year in your first year that's great but where do you get the motivation to make the adjustments to continue to improve um that that's the most important thing and we're faced with that going into next season and uh we're looking forward to that challenge but i thought our players handled everything perfectly last year guys struggled at the end very much expected for young players or all players and uh i think that's a good thing because they're very motivated to come back stronger next year looking at the nl central right now from from my perspective it feels like you almost have five teams that could win the division next year it feels like it's a very very competitive division right now do you feel that way i love playing in our division it's uh 
Every game's equally important. There's no question about that. And, and, I, and I love our new schedule where you play all the teams. But there's a little bit something extra when you play within your division. There's no question. And in our division, it feels on any given night, you have to play your best or you're going to get beat. And that, that's a lot of fun. So I agree that any of the five teams can win our division. We're one of those five teams. And it's going to take our best and continued improvement to make that happen. Um, so we look forward to that challenge. I don't know how we've made it an hour into the show. and not We have not once mentioned Ellie De La Cruz, and I don't know how that's the case. But uh, here we are talking Ellie De La Cruz. There are star players in baseball, and then there seems to be players like Ellie that just have that it factor, that's, some, that's a little bit different. And we see that in players around baseball. What separates him from the other good players? A lot of good players. What separates him from the other good players that makes him on that superstar level where he's trending? I think it starts with Ellie, the person. You know, I don't. <clears throat> not everyone's gotten to know Ellie like, like I have, but uh, incredibly talented for sure. He's a- athletic. He's got all the ability in the world, um, but he's a really good kid, man. You know, young man. He's a. Uh, he's humble. Um, he's hardworking. Um, he's just has great energy, and he's fun to be around. So. Um, that's where it starts, and and then you and then everything else kind of comes from there. And you see what he's able to do on the field. It's very exciting. Um, but I tell you, going through what he went through last year, I've never seen a player go through that at that young of an age to be thrown into it like he was to do as well as he did, and just have that much coming at you from so many different angles. And uh, I thought he handled it well. I think things happen that he can learn from. And we're here to help him with that. Um, but uh, he's set up extremely well for a successful offseason and taking care of his body and doing the things he needs to do to, to come in ready. You know, when you man- manage L.A. De La Cruz, we're not talking you know, where he's at in the lineup, where he's out on the field. It's managing the hype of L.A. De La Cruz, too. How tough was that for you and your staff to, like, obviously you want him to be him, but also keeping track of, you know, if he starts slumping and how is he going to deal with that uh, adversity when he faced it? And I think he did a great job last season. Yeah, I mean, I, as a staff, we like to think we can relate to our players. I, we can't relate <laughs> to that in a, in a lot of different ways. So, um, yeah, just, just being there uh, to support him any way we can, and uh, he's, doing, he's doing great. All right, so David, when you're doing an interview like this, when you're doing a post-game interview, even after an absolutely crushing, deflating loss, you are as calm as they come. But when there is an argument on the field, you're as fiery of the managers I've ever seen. How do you? How does it? How do both of those David Bell personalities work? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Something just comes out. You know, it's like <laughs> I, I, I promise I'm not looking to do that. I do not like doing that. And for all the kids. Out here, don't, don't do that. <laughs> so, I want to see uh, the Viking helmet on when you come out of the dugout just one time. <laughs> when you're fired up, I want that Viking helmet right over That's there. Great. I want that. Uh, like, yeah, that would That's be, a uh, great idea. Yeah, I'm but, sure uh, they'll love that. I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, uh, Nick, do you have anything else for Mr. Bell before we head out? All right, well, thank you uh, yeah. so much. I know thank you're you busy. Guys. You're being pulled in a million different directions, but thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. David Bell, everybody. Thanks. Well, thank you for joining us for today's episode of Chatterbox Reds. We can't tell you enough how much we appreciate your support. If you had not yet subscribed to Chatterbox Reds on your favorite podcast platform, what are you waiting for? Do it right now. During spring training and the regular season, we are the only Reds podcast to have new episodes 
after every single game. And we will have plenty of offseason coverage between now and then, so be sure to stay tuned. Also, make sure that you subscribe to Chatterbox Sports on YouTube so that you can join us for live episodes of Chatterbox Reds. Hit the bell and turn on notifications so you can get alerts on your phone whenever we go live. Before I let you go, I want to tell you about all of the other great content at Chatterbox Sports. First off, there's our flagship show, Off the Bench with Tom Brenneman, from 10 a.m. to noon, Monday through Friday on YouTube, of course, on Chatterbox Sports. Off the Bench is also available everywhere you get podcasts. Great podcast listen uh, for your drive home, as it's usually posted uh, by 1 or 2 in the afternoon every day. Then there's Chatterbox Bengals. They go live after every single Bengals game. Similar fashion to what we do at Chatterbox Reds. Those guys are doing a great job covering the Bengals this season. Speaking of the Bengals, there is Chatterbox Clicker with Coach Kyle Kasky, former Bengals coach. That is every Tuesday night. Coach Kasky breaks down film from the latest Bengals game in a very innovative show on Chatterbox Sports that you do not want to miss. And if that's not enough to fill your NFL fix, there's Mac and JT. That is Wednesday nights on Chatterbox Sports on YouTube. Uh, That is all things NFL. They go through each and every game. And then our newest show, Chatterbox Bearcats. That is with host Charlie Walter, formerly of Reds Live. Covers all things UC sports. They are going live on YouTube after every single UC basketball game. So that's, of course, on Chatterbox Sports on YouTube. Chatterbox Bearcats is also available everywhere you get podcasts. Links to all those shows are in the episode notes today, so be sure to check them out. Give those guys the support that they deserve. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope that you have a fantastic day, and as always, go Reds.